You're listening to the Elected Story Podcast, Season 5, Episode 31, Advice from a Trader and a Trader. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios, graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now, here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. And thanks again to Comfort King Mattress Factory, our sponsor of the program. Maybe you've had those questions if you were stranded in the wilderness and only had to take six things, maybe a piece of canvas, maybe a knife, a rope. Me, I'm bringing a Comfort King mattress, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sleep is what I need in the wilderness. So restorative, so healing, so relaxing. To administer this wondrous elixir, I recommend a Comfort King mattress. The quality of the service and sleep second to none. Go to Comfort King at ComfortKing.net. I'm doing the podcast, as you can see, outside. It's a beautiful summer's evening. I better take advantage while I can. So I was a farm reporter in the middle 80s. I was working the early morning shift when the newswire gave a 10-alarm story. Now, one alarm is standard news, like the weather report. Three-alarm important news, five alarm, really important. Every once in a while, you'd get a 10 alarm bell. Ding, 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 10 alarms. I only recall seeing that twice. And once was when the Chernobyl reactor imploded. So I run to the wire, and these are the stories flying off the wire about what kind of an impact a nuclear disaster would have on the breadbasket of Europe. I actually clipped a number of these out and saved them. One of them talked about ears of corn rumored to be three feet long because of nuclear radiation. Another talked about tomatoes three feet in diameter. Another talked about nuclear fallout falling in the fields and affecting all of the grass that cows would eat and then causing cancer for anybody who dared drink the milk after the event. Well, you can imagine. I had a show coming up. I wanted to get a sound bite, so I got a hold of Gary Wilhelmy, who was a spokesman for the Chicago Board of Trade. I started telling him all these stories, and this is what he said. He laughed. <laughs> I could almost hear him shaking his head. And finally he said, Jeff, buy the rumor, sell the fact. Now, I did not know what he was talking about. That's an old saying that traders on the floor use whenever they're trying to factor volatility into the buying and selling of commodities. And it basically means this. When there are rumors on the floor, tensions and emotions run high, and prices tend to climb to the stratosphere or fall through the floor. In those times, you always buy the volatility. Now, once the news actually hits, it's never as bad as the rumor was. And that's the time to sell and then take your profits. It turns out with the Chernobyl disaster that Gary was right. It was bad. It was bad. And it was not as catastrophic as they said. The movie Oppenheimer's just been released. And around that time, when they were first talking about nuclear detonation, some believed it would start a chain reaction that you could not stop that if you push the button and started a nuclear detonation, it would start a chain reaction that would destroy all matter. 
scary stuff. Gary will tell me if he was there and the movie would say, well, this is the time to buy people. Now, the reality of nuclear weapons is, well, yes, very serious stuff, but not as catastrophic, right? It did set off another sort of explosion, however. You see, it was during the Cold War that American military experts hid this terrible secret. The truth was, if the Soviets were to actually launch nuclear weapons first, we would be doomed, unable to respond in any way. Why? Because all of our controls were centrally located. They would, in essence, shoot us in the brain and the body would be unable to respond. The resulting think tank, the Rand Corporation, solved the problem by creating a network of interconnected computers with none of them being the central and all of them being interconnected. They called this the, yes, Internet. Now, the Internet has grown all the more powerful over time, interconnected and interwoven in ways. Now information can be looked up and shared almost instantaneously, right? No more climbing upstairs to a dusty old library and poring over ancient tomes looking for forgotten bits of data. Now, now all of that information is available at the snap of a finger. And that is such an incredibly powerful weapon or tool that people are starting to get worried. People seem to be shouting, it's going to create jobs, and then also shouting, no, it's going to destroy all kinds of jobs. In fact, it's going to destroy our civilization. Hmm. So let me tell you about another inventor. This guy was so certain that his invention would wreak havoc on military powers that he felt that war would essentially become obsolete because of his invention. Not only did he believe that, so did people in power. And these powers betrayed their own countries because they were certain if this invention came to power, it would ruin their business. Who was the inventor? Well, Orville Wright was certain that the airplane would become so powerful that nobody could dare wage war because of the power of flight. Was he right? Well, yeah, kind of. The airplane became very powerful and did certainly change how countries wage war to this very day. And yet he was also wrong too, right? The traitors involved in this conspiracy were known as the Zaharov Cartel. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. This is a group of French, British, and German munitions manufacturers who had help from associates in Japan and in the United States who were very concerned that if airplanes could sink ships, well, then nations would stop buying ships, and that would damage both the manufacturing of ships and the mining industry, right? Now, they were right, because a small and fairly cheap plane really can sink a massively expensive steel warship. And they were also wrong on many, many other fronts because, as we well know, the munitions industry is doing very well. Thank you. There is no doubt that these massive networks of information that we call AI, 
will certainly drastically change the world in the next few years. How that's going to happen, I, I just can't even wrap my mind around. And when I get worried enough, I hear in the back of my mind the long, slow, lumbering laugh of Gary Wilhelmy, <laughs> who would say, hold on there, Jeff. Buy the rumor, sell the fact. Well, that's the story. Say, if you're looking to seek a life of happiness but are unclear on just what that looks like, my Significance Masterclass is now available. It's a 12-week class with a blend of personal coaching, group interaction, and story-led lessons. Thoughtful, detailed, powerful, a great way to find significance and definitely happiness in the next 20 years. Reach out to me on LinkedIn or through my website, ilikethatstory.net, ilikethatstory.net. And until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.